0: Hello and welcome to Open All ours the QPR podcast. I'm David Fraser. There are four of us uh, around the table. It is a table somewhat, a bit smaller, uh, but we are doing the same thing, which is talking about QPR. So I am joined by, from, what do we even call you now, from Independent R's, from, from the Brentford podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, that We're went joined
0: well. from the Brentford podcast, Paul Finney. Yeah, that went well. You, you, you're doing them a lot these days. You're no, doing they, more Brentford podcasts no, than QPR podcasts. No, they, I've,
2: done, I've done two in five years. Yeah. So, yeah. More. Transfer window <laughs> it's, move it's, it's, it's in qu- January. Uh, you're all <laughs> right.
0: I, I like West London. Um, the
2: funny thing is that they got <sighs> someone got the arse of what I said last week, about they're bit of Middlesex.
0: But the are t- what? It, what well, sorry, I now haven't you know haven't introduced everyone not, else. But what is wrong with being from Middlesex? Nothing. You know, actually, Middlesex. You know,
1: fun fact. Uh, my. Um, co-host on Saturday told me Middlesex hasn't existed as a county since 1967 it's not actually a still c- a so what's county what's wrong
0: I, I feel so they're inadequate. technically Twickenham I, I feel inadequate Middlesex. Oh, so Middlesex, actually... isn't there, sorry,
1: Middlesex isn't a county they're sorry technically because Middlesex isn't a county anymore
0: I am from Middlesex next door to Wembley so not in like no, Twickenham and like all the, that they, which they, is technically yeah, Middlesex yeah, so what have I done wrong they're here
2: they're saying it's a West London derby and we're saying well really is it because you're Middlesex and bloody bloody oh, so it's, it's not a, London it's a bit of a It's a bit of a piss tick like you do with Chelsea where you say they're so more soful and blah, blah, blah. But they took it quite badly. And I Um, got got abuse on Twitter. I was like, okay, geez, you're going to get upset over a postcode. And that never
0: happens. So uh, uh, I haven't even introduced everyone else. Mm. So that other voice, the third voice that you've heard so far is Flo Lloyd-Hughes. Hello. Do we call you BBC London's Flo Lloyd-Hughes? Yeah, lots of things. Lots of things. Um, And only one thing is Jim Dowling. Hello. Welcome back.
1: Nice to be here. Second, nice
3: to third enjoy appearance. that, little... This is my second appearance. Oh, very nice good. To I met you in a service station. You season. did. You met me <laughs> on the way to Hillsborough. Yes. I, knew, I was waiting for you, the bell to go off in your head. That was it. it, it. With gone. my son, Jack. Yes, yeah. yes, That's yes,
1: it. yes. On the trip to Hillsborough. No, the, this is, no, uh, no, no, no. no, no, neither no. Neither. Neither. no I
2: recognise oh. him. Another trip. And he stared at me, and most people stared at me as if I have have just I bumped this car in the car park. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Jim. That was me being friendly, yeah.
0: So, we have beers around the table we also have some teas with it being january and healthy january and all that so i'm afraid to joshua banks who is the sponsor of the beers you are also you're the sponsor of the the beers you're the sponsor of the ciders but you're also the sponsor of the cappuccinos and the herbal teas as well and i won't say what drink belongs to who but thank you nevertheless joshua and so his message he's very kindly sponsored the podcast oh sorry i think he sponsored the podcast not the beers but who's counting thank you for the continuous good content and rational rational sensible analysis to counterweight some of the nonsense we see on social media troll <laughs> does it, does it full America, <laughs> then? then? Um, thank you very much Joshua anyone that does want to get involved that um, helps with the run that really helps with the running cost of the podcast So you can go to our website qprpod.co.uk click on the button at the top that says support the show you can also if you go to that website listen to old episodes you can interact with us on Facebook and also we are at qprpod on Twitter right okay so, my first question is... It's not even a question. That was nice while it lasted, wasn't it? <laughs> mm. That is a question, actually. Well, it's
2: more
1: of a statement, isn't it?
0: Paul, um, talk to us about the trip to Middlesex.
2: <laughs> don't you, Jesus, don't you start twicking apparently, Flo? flow. Is that right?
1: Sorry, yeah, something like
2: that. I don't know, it's just one of them things. I mean, Rangers uh, are great for taking you up to the top of the hill and then boot you down the other side, aren't they? And if it, that was perhaps Saturday and... I don't know. It's just I'm. I'm not angry. and I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed because I really thought we could we could do something, I really thought we'd give them a game, and we, you know, we, we and for ten minutes we did, and we we were in the game, and then they scored, and we got led in the boots, and then we continued the whole game to try and give free kicks away so they could do it again to us. At the, you know, I think the starters we've conceded fourteen goals from free kicks this season, mm. and that is frightening. And so yeah, and. You know, Lumley made a mistake, well you say Lumley Cameron Hall made a joint mistake blah 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 and they ended up in their goal and then, then to be fair it was game over at half time, they came out and sort of went through the motions in the second half but I don't think it, they were really interested and it, we made a bit more of a fist of it but I just hope they get bored of beating us
1: you know, I, you <laughs> know,
2: Furham and Brentford always beat us and it's just getting really really, really starting to rack with me now it always did, but I'm, I'm not liking
1: it. I think it was just—it was the inevitable reality check that, that I think we needed. Um, but also, those two wins were fantastic. But Swansea had made ten changes. Cardiff didn't really turn up. They were a mess. Um, so well, we those made were six changes. They were to that
0: Swansea game.
1: Yeah, but we still had, you know, more core players on the pitch than they did. Um, but and that, I think before. I think in that sense it's it's a reality check in how far ahead Brentford are in their you know journey I guess as it were. Oh, no. I know we've spoken about that on on this podcast before, um, and it is a reality check of, of how far behind we are. But this is Wal- Warburton's first season in charge. He's only been here since May. Um, obviously, there's been a massive change, turn and a massive changeover. And Brentford have been building this for years now, so. You know, we should look, and I know we said this before as well. We should look at what they're doing and think, "Wow, you know, they're on the cusp of maybe getting promoted this season. They've been churning out great players and making a lot of money, and about to move into a new stadium. Maybe this is the start of of a similar journey for us, where we get a little bit of stability um, and build something a little bit like like they've been doing. And, and they were they were the better team by oh, a long we can't way. Even
2: build a training ground. That's the reality. Brentford. But that's the
1: realities of of the like. The UK, no, you know, not. business no, development and, and property it's and, and, and building it's situation. Not. It's
2: not, it's not, it's just shit. We, 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 we should have a trading ground <laughs> top quality this. analysis <laughs> there. Um, it is, it's just, it does, it's starting to really annoy me. It's like all this talk we've talked about it for years. <sighs> I'm sick of excuses. I want to see a spear in that ground. I want to see some development and I want to see us trying to do, we're, we're playing catch up now. And we were talking about this long before Brentford. Uh, started talking about a new ground before Brentford started about a new training ground Fulham have got a new training ground Fulham are doing up the stadium and we're still sitting here talking about someone's putting an objection in because they want dog poo to be a certain direction or someone's put because they want a tree to grow this way just do it if, if Warren Farm's not hang on though it's taken
0: Fulham 15 years don't yeah. forget that yeah this, how long
2: have we been talking about this Look, how long have we been talking about Warren Farm a training ground how long have we been saying we must get the academy we have an academy in three different parts of London you know, that's not good for development of kids
3: when you've got people like
2: that down the road doing it better than we are.
3: To you to you, Saturday felt inevitable to me, even though you're off the back of 6-1, you're off the back of 5-1, you're even off the back of the last 20 minutes of that game against Swansea. doesn't matter with the teams. Those two goals from Scone and Wallace. And suddenly you go, but we're going to Griffin Park, 3-0 down at halftime. You go, oh, well, I knew that was going to happen. And it sums up the season. That said... I'm just, i enjoying this season. Not only the the football is ridiculous, you don't know where you're getting, it's entertaining, but I just feel like all those problems you're talking about, Paul, there is a glimmer of hope that, that we might begin some sort of journey to start making some change. We are very lucky, I feel, to have Mark Warburton. You see what he's done across the summer. But we're so early in it. I know we're not early in the misery we've been through, over the last 10 years, but we're early in what appears to be a more stable way in which the club is being managed on and off the pitch. And that means you've got to take, you know, a 3 0, another defeat at Brentford. But, you know, I feel like the general trend is upwards. But and then
2: we're prepared we're, we're on the team being better run by the same people who run it before, who weren't running it very well.
3: But the thing that we look at on the outside is who whilst the, the There's people different are the people same, involved though as different well. People doing different there's things.
1: who's there's Ferdinand. That's different to well, when Les, Warren Les, Farm was first, you know, but Les came t- in. taken on when as a project. Les, when did Les I come know in? Les is more focused on football matters, but
2: Well no, Les is Les is predominantly football, but Les has been there since we got really good at for the season of premiership he's been there he came in halfway through. I think it was October time he came in there. And I'm not having to go at him, I'm not having to go at Lee Hughes, I'm not even having to go at the owners, it's just we waffle, we waffle, we waffle. There's an excuse. We waffle some more. We find an excuse. In the meantime... Enough about
0: the QPR podcast, though.
2: Yeah, and in the meantime, we're getting overtaken. And if you're a parent going to these, these new shiny, spanking new players, you're going to pick them over us. We've got to somehow stand up for ourselves. I know things are slightly better than what they were. Roughly the same league position than we've been for the last six years. We haven't, since we got running it, we haven't managed to push into that top ten yet, which is a shame. But the football is certainly better. The two wins were amazing. That we, we are fine. That we're, it's either going to be feast or famine, I think, with us. If we get yeah. sussed out, yeah. teams are going to kill us. Yeah. And if we are allowed to play the game we want to play, we will destroy
0: teams. But and that's fine. In August, before her ball had been kicked you were in the minority if you thought we didn't have a very strong chance of going down. Mm. There was a narrative amongst the fans that this is going to yep. be a real struggle. We got no players. No one had ever heard of any of the players or most of the players that Warburton had signed. And so you have to... I understand your frustrations with where the club is and where the club is in comparison to other clubs and all the mistakes that have been made. But Jim's point surely holds that this is... this We should... It feels like we're entering a, an era of stability for the team that is above expectations for this point of the season.
3: I think the acid test is always October, November next season. You know, because I feel all right. I feel like we're going to be okay. We're gonna get, we'll end up where we'll end up at the end of this season and we'll all feel pretty good, whether it's 15th, 13th, 9th, whatever. We start next season badly. That's when people panic. And, and the second season of is so, is so hard
1: yeah. for any manager at any club now as well. That's where you really all, come it? under the cosh. You know, mm.
2: we can't seem to find um, they found Dolly Watkins at Exeter You know what we wouldn't give to find that sort of player we're, we're still paying a lot of money on loans for Hugo and Wales, whether we mm-hmm. like it or not we're not seen to be getting these players at Brentford to find them. Brentford are just doing what QPR did for 25 years successfully yep. good scouting um, taking the players, developing them um, they scrapped the youth academy they're doing this thing
0: with they're picking up players from all around London and elsewhere And but this player development strategy is showing results that's been implemented by I think Chris Ramsey a few years ago and les to his les Ferdinand you can't deny that there are a number of players that have been developed young players that have been developed through through the youth system, not necessarily right from day dot as kids. But through the system that are now in the first team, I don't remember a period where there's been so many
2: who's come through
0: the youth system. No, no, no. I'm saying not necessarily like oh, not youth, not youth, youth, literally youth. like ten years yeah. old, not but literally taken ten on years old. No, I mean, in this, in this, but in players this that team. are being developed from yeah. sort of seventeen, uh, you know. Yeah, we're no talking 18, like late teens. 18, late 19. teens. Well, the last one was coming. Darnell Furlong. I mean, that's the last one to make
2: it. No, yeah,
1: Darnell's a real like from yeah. kiddie kid. I, I but... mean,
0: so for example, I'm including Eze in that, I realise he joined the club when he was eighteen or whatever. But I'm saying. Lovely. No, but that's not And I say
1: Samuel joined quite young as well. He Lumley. didn't come super, like, wasn't Chair, super young. He jo- joined very but then, young. Then do we
2: then look at what Brentford are doing then in getting kids of 17, 18 that have been rejected? Re- that's what they are doing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what, what they are, are doing, doing, yeah. But, they, but no, we're spending three million a year in academy.
0: So what I'm saying is that, you know, a, a lot of teams are going to get that back in the next year, aren't we? on... Oh, you're saying younger than You're saying spending three million on players younger than Mm. that? Well, we haven't even got what I call a credible trading complex to bring these kids
2: through, in my opinion. Which Um, is a shame. And I'm not being down there. I think this season has been a lot better. We've got a long way. I think what I like about Les compared to other people is that he cares. There's no bullshit with Les. He he says it how it is, and Mm -hmm. I like that. And you can see that him, Ramsey, and the rest of the guys do care, as opposed to other ones that have just been there, picked up the paychecks and take the piss out of the, the owners. They do care. But it's just it's just I'm just rang just hit losing these London Derbies all the time. See, the thing is
1: for me, like that, I just I've lost so much kind of love or like tension for the derbies. I just don't really? really care. If it was Chelsea and I know it's funny because like Chelsea don't really value us so much the Derby, but I just don't really I'm not really bothered so much by the Fulham and the Brentford derbies anymore. It's just like I don't know, I feel like they don't have the weight, maybe, that they're used to. Uh, and it just doesn't seem... i we used
0: to getting beat by them. Yeah, well, oh, that's probably yeah. true
1: as well. You become desensitised when you keep getting pumped at Griffin Park, right? Because you know you're turning up Poor to get beat. Poor
0: question for you. So last week on the podcast, we had a disagreement. Did we? Yeah. That's around, a cha- that makes a change for us too. Do you now still stand by leaving Lumley in the team?
2: Do you know what? On Saturday, I'm going to be honest with you... I wasn't really focusing on that so much. I was... In the last few weeks, as you know and we all know, we've been doing stuff with mind, with the back of the shirts. Yeah. We've been doing the minute signs for our mental health and our well-being and looking after each other. Yeah. And I am terrified for Joe Lumley's well-being and his mental health.
0: I'll be honest with you, because I, I, I just... Some of the stuff he's taken from the fans, I mean... So, so I, I agree with you. I think for that reason, there is no other option now. I actually now think it's cruel to keep him in the team. Okay. I think there is no... There's no other option now. Out the team, he needs to be taken out of the firing line. It's only going to get worse. the The mistake he made at Brentford. It was very windy as well. Yeah yeah. But what I'm saying is that has been that is the sort of thing a number of keepers would have done on any game. He would have could have made that mistake last season and it would barely have been mentioned. But he's now under such a microscope that it's being blown out of well, all let's, proportion. Well, us for the
3: technical bit to one side. I've sat I sit in a season ticket in Loft Lower and so literally comes and stands in front of me. Every week for the first half, and I've watched. I love the guys one of my favorite players because two years ago, even when he was on the bench, walking around, always engaging with the crowd, excited to be there, making noise throughout the first half. And you can see all that has dropped off. He still mm. comes out, you know, warms up, says hello to everybody, talks, but he, he looks like his shoulders are slumped. Not as and loud I just as he I was. love the guy, I want him to have a brilliant career with us, wherever he goes. And yeah, some time out may, may well be a good thing for him. But
0: I it, it, I hope for him. I hope that as well. I hope for him we don't see him for the rest of the season. Now, I, I think that I think that will be the best thing for him. I really would like him to get back to where he was, but I think it's now. This has all now gone too far. And he needs to be taken out the fire. And also, for him. I, I guess
1: it also depends what kind of player you are, right? Because I completely agree. I think it's only gonna, the pressure's only going to get worse. It's only going to if I was him, it would only make me feel worse. But also, for some players, they always talk about actually, you know, being dropped and the impact that has on your mental health is. But huge. staying, in,
0: I, I don't know about his mental health at all. But in terms of his how he's performing, it's not helping him. Oh, stay yeah, in no, no yeah. Completely.
3: I, I think the other thing that the, the team lacks is leadership on the pitch. And I think we also get that from Kelly. They're having sat... Um, going to the Swansea game, the Cup tie, you know, obviously we had 6,000 in the ground, so you could actually hear the players talking to each mm. other. And he literally barked like a seal for the first half. You can see him commanding the, the defence in front of him with all the well, midfielders. Quite load it, as well. And it was interesting listening to Ebbs when you had him on the interview. You talked about those two being real leaders and making mm. a big difference, which I had no idea about. But I was like, this is interesting and this is what yeah. we need. So that's another reason, I think, to, to think about bringing him back into the side. It's-
2: do you know I get sad about we had the as I say we had the mind thing with the minutes thing with the horrible news about Chris Barker all these sort of things going on Mm -hmm. and people still when you're at the match we all do it everyone's fed up everyone's kind of hacked off if you lose to Brentford maybe not as much as we should be but we are um, but when people are going back hours later on and, and being really vile, I can't get that. I can't okay. get that through my head. And, and that would have the family... I mean, you had Sky and dad on there this year, got on about how it it's done off Twitter. Yep. You've had Fernandez, love him or hate him, whatever, doesn't matter, but he's coming off Twitter and stuff like that. There seems to be no criticism now. It just seems to be sort of straight into the insult, straight into please
3: go, please F off, please do one, whatever. I and, think, and yeah, it's there's no defence of any of that. Well, I always... And it's not great to be on the receiving end of that if you're Skoan or Lumley, whoever. But I think it's always good for us to put it in context and think, is that the way that 17,000 people who turn up to Loftus Road behave as human beings, when they're in the pub. We're talking about a small amount of people. It's not... Unfortunately, yeah. it f- reflects across the entire Rangers fan
2: base. But then when they're cheering if he catches a ball and cheering if he That's, throws it out. But they're
0: not necessarily the same people. This is your no. weekly reminder to get off Twitter. <laughs> oh, I know. but...
2: No, no, what I'm saying, I agree with you, Jim, sorry. I do agree, but then if I'm sitting from Lumley's point, if you go on Twitter, yeah. I get hammered, I then look at the stands and see people cheering me. There's something so many... I don't think we realise as football fans when we give opposition players stick, it's water off a duck's back. When it's your own players, it must absolutely hurt like hell, and that's why we're. I don't believe
0: it. it's water off a duck's back when as you're long giving really stick bad. to opposition players. Well, it depends on what the stick is, obviously within reason. Well, I I don't believe it is water off a duck's think back so? for a number of people. No, and I'm not always certain that just because they play for the other team, any of it is acceptable and calling but depends someone. Depends what it is. Depends what it is. before well.
1: No, I agree. I think oh, I there's, mean, there's if some time built, the If you're a
0: grown man or woman, why do you need to go to a football match and call someone an effing this and an effing that? No, but sorry, I, I, unpopular opinion. I, I, I tend to grow I, up, I, I, t- would say. I I tend to boo people I don't like. But if John Terry was
2: playing against QPR, I'd abuse him all game, even if they're winning.
0: Um, I think we've done Brentford. <laughs> Should we Are go you to, to do the interview? Know, do you know,
3: do you know, and not, society in before, general. Yeah. Yeah. That,
2: but do you know the one thing I bring for which I will say, and I'll, I'll give them credit. Their social media hammered us over the bus stop thing, and you have got to take your hat off to them for that. Yeah, right? it was good. And, and yeah. like everywhere you go, you
0: just get battered. Everywhere they go, they give it back to us and fair play. Take it the chin. We'll be back. Uh, now we're going to speak to ex QPR midfielder, friend of the podcast. Get his take on what's been going on the last few weeks. It's Lee Cook. Hello, lads. Good oh. to speak to you. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh. Hello, lads. Oh, I was not lads anymore. You've got oh. a girl with you as well, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Go on, Finney, Ask me what you want. How's the stand-up going, Dave? <sighs> Lee Cook didn't pick up his phone. No, and Dave tried to blag it, and I knew it would <laughs> Lee work. Cook didn't pick up his phone. Do he remember? does sound a little bit like that. Years
2: ago, do you remember years ago that one website, and I nearly skipped it and went, tend to do an interview with Flavio Briatore and, and QPR
0: Flavio? <laughs> yeah
2: Flavio Briatore <laughs> which
1: were what a real actual website a fake I think website think it was the
2: Rangers boys trying to pretend to do. And it was only because someone asked him a question about the cars he didn't know he's went like, that's not Flavio it tends to be the guy who ran the website pretend <laughs> to be
0: Flavio <laughs> love it they were the days I love our football yeah, club yeah, yeah. so to clarify uh, Lee Cook didn't pick up his phone no. so well, we I'm don't sure have an interview no. that's the way the cookie crumbles but what crumbles. You he said very good uh, I I heard it. <laughs> um I told you what I thought he would say. This I believe this has happened once before. Yes. Maybe, I'm sure Richard will tomorrow morning get out his spreadsheet and tell us how many times it, it happened. He doesn't really happened. keep one, does he? I don't know if he keeps a spreadsheet of this. I think it happened once with Clint Hill and then he made up for it the following week by giving us an interview. But other than that, I don't think anybody hasn't eventually picked up the He's phone. obviously been very busy. So shame on you, Lee Cook. Oh, he's been called up for a football honour?
2: They had to go and do? Yeah. After speaking, something like that, though?
0: Sorry, if you're expecting to hear Lee Cook... You're not going to. You're not going to. (laughs) So instead, let's talk about transfer window priorities. Oh, I'm liking this one already. Go on, Flo.
1: Uh, Well, (laughs) I think we're poised to announce... The arrival of a loney from Spurs, Jack yeah, Clark, a midfielder, mm-hmm. exactly yeah, what Winger, we need. Yeah, um, who spent some time on loan at Leeds United. Um, he started. At, who's that Leeds? Wasn't
0: he? That's they
2: what. Oh, exactly. He was at
1: Leeds when Spurs then went to loan on Leeds. Yeah. Um, back to Leeds. Um, I can't really say I know much more than that. Really, I think I remember seeing him play for Leeds. Uh, against us but how could you not mislead (laughs) should this
0: be a priority there's been some discussion that this is a a a a miss priority I think I
1: don't think it's a priority but I do think we have a bit of a depth issue um, especially on the bench um, because at the moment we are starting Ose Samuel chair and Eze and when then you look at the bench and try and think about impact substitutions it's a bit limp. I mean, if we start one up front, then we've either got Wells or Hugo coming on. Okay, fine. Jan Malaka, never heard of him. <laughs> Still don't know what he's about. Um, he's I come think on. think he has heard of him. <laughs> he's come yeah. on obviously as a sub a couple of times, not done much. Mark Pugh, I have actually think he's been good when he's played. So he's yeah. the most exciting mm-hmm. substitute at the moment. So I think...
0: We don't have a lot of... No, yeah. We've got, not got much to frighten the
1: opposition. Exactly. The and bench. not only that, um, we're, we're a little bit plagued by injuries at the moment, not necessarily in the midfield, but the defence especially. So I think it's probably just about kind of padding the squad a little bit. And there's rumours that Matt Smith might return back to City. Um, there and there's rumours that Jan Malarka might return back to Brighton, although I don't think we'll miss him that much. So no. if, well, if Matt we'll Smith does Smith go, we much. need another midfielder to fill his boots. Well,
0: we, we need another player called Matt Smith to come in. That's on true. The same we always have to have... Um,
1: um because maybe otherwise we'll, we'll rec- be without we'll, a Matt Smith. Maybe Matt's we'll not allowed. Um, recall Little Smith. Could I throw something yeah.
2: into the mix? And uh, you know, take it what Boberton says about developing um players and we're talking about Go on, suggest an Irish midfielder, go on.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Irish, Northern Irish, whatever. Yeah. Um I just want the best for QPR. Yeah. You're trying to make me sound some of Mrs. Brown's boys, which is a terrible show. Oh, yeah. Worst show ever. I hate that show. I hate it. I hate it. It's, just, it's like Jimmy Cricket. It winds me up. Anyway, um, Masterson. There's all this talk about lawns and everything else. And I, I want to stick with him because I think the best place for him to learn is with our defence. I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think we have
1: to at the moment because yeah. we're a little bit screwed on the defence front because of injuries. Well? Yeah. And I think he would have go- gone out on loan if it wasn't, uh, for the Tony Leisner situation. But Warburton did say on Saturday that Leisner would have played uh, against Brentford, but he was just a little bit too unfit. So his injury isn't a huge injury, but we are we don't have a lot to take, work with. And Grant Hall, we don't... And I love Grant Hall. He's done really well this season. We don't know how long he'll be able to stay fit. Do you think he's done well this season? So I think oh, he's yeah. got three goals that's most he's ever got in his career in a season.
3: I I'm feel in like in I've back. seen him play better over a sort of a portfolio of games. I'm not sure he's been quite the same coming back from injuries. Lovely, again, lovely to see him back in the side. But, yeah, I'm intrigued by Masterson and this Scottish fellow. We assume we're still in for what him. Oh, trying, sorry, McKenna, McKenna, isn't it? Three million um, quid, though. Yeah, it was, well, we need, we, need, we need help. We need serious help. We need, yeah. again, we need a leader at the back. I need and help and for The years. idea of him coming in and then maybe Masterson alongside him next year, that might be something to build on. And I think,
1: I don't want to you know, dwell on Brentford too much, but the second half when Masterson did come on, Cameron moved back to defence midfield, that worked a lot better. So I think Masterson will stick around because we need him. <laughs> I'm just catching ourselves, though. It's like the poor guy has played two
3: games. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. He's the saviour. And,
0: it's like, and oh, I'm well. not going to rewrite what we have said on previous podcasts. Two weeks ago, you said he should hang around Myself and others said he shouldn't mm. because he's 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 not gonna get game time. I uh, I guess I, I would revise that opinion and he probably should hang around. But let's not pretend that all is gonna be well once Leicester's back and with Masterson there. We are weak.
2: Mm. At we're the very back. slow the trouble with Masterson and Leicester, we're very slow at the back and we need that turn of pace. We need someone who reads the game and, and can yeah. break things up, and that's what Masterson seems to be doing. So whatever happens we need a player of that ilk. So mm. I, I'm not sure that I mean, I mean nice potentially,
1: network. on our day, in any uh, starting eleven, we could have a full back four that's made up of no players under the age of twenty eight, which is a little
3: <laughs> yeah. bit worrying. and also we've been juggling around because you bring in Barbet, and Barbe, Barbe how do you pronounce him? And uh, Cameron's played at the backs. So we've tried so many different combinations, yet we still concede. So there's, yeah, it's like, all sort of patched together at the yeah. moment, and What's this the jury isn't exactly. of Todd Keen?
1: Oh, I'm still, I'm not massively impressed with him. I, I think he, I mean, he, he's playing, and we've talked about this before, he's playing in a style where he's been asked to push up, high up the pitch. And then, you know, by that nature, you will get caught out. Um, I think he's showing that weakness um, quite a lot. And that's probably not fair because he's being told to play in that style. So mm-hmm. when you do make mistakes, they're mm-hmm. glaringly obvious. Um, I hope he has more to give. Um but I I feel like Rangel's a safer pair of hands.
2: But older. But much older, yeah. So you'd you have Wallace, Rangel, Leisner um, and and um, Hall. It's quite an old back four. Mm. And Cameron, Phil Nancell. Yeah, exactly. Massive, yeah. It's a really a youth to it as rickety. Well. Yeah. Yeah. well, Manning's young, I suppose, but then Manning hasn't been himself recently either. Nice. It's a shame, though, because as he proved against Sponzie and Cardiff, it's, when we're like that we're bloody we're brilliant to watch I've waited I years to watch a football team like that yeah. and it just it seems like I'm and I am because I hate losing West London derbies even the ones that are him. Um, them um, and it just seems to be if we just can, just give us a wee bit of hope and get a run going do you know what I mean like yeah. get two or three games yeah. four games five games get a run going like we did at the start of the season and continue it we seem to get a run going and then throw ourselves at the mercy of someone else
1: but I think that's also the nature of the league Oh god, I I think the championship is just full of teams like that. I mean, you know, um yeah. I don't think Leeds have haven't won in seven now. So Please te- don't these- say these <laughs> why <laughs> did you say that?
2: Float out Go
1: these. home. We beat one nil at home last season, but the thing is, this is the nature of the championship. People go on these ridiculous winning runs, and they go on the these ridiculous,
2: games, on isn't these it?
1: ridiculous um, losing runs. It's, it's great just the league, weird. Isn't it? It's a fantastic a league. It's the best league in the world. A yeah, yeah. It's yeah. great, a bonkers league, and that's why we love it. And you know what? That's why the, That's why the 2011 season we went up. We were so good. It's because we were consistent. As soon as you have consistency, you dominate that league. We also seem to have a game plan.
2: We still Stuck to and could change at a moment's notice. if The team is getting better. We had a
1: fantastic squad that was very deep as well. We had a lot of leaders, but we also had young, fresh players. And full on. I know we're sort of working our way towards creating something like that. But unfortunately, I don't think the the creative lifeblood of of the team, Ebereze, will probably stick around beyond this summer so it's 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 like as soon as you get on a good journey towards building something you know unfortunately the reality of having to um cash in which i think we need to do hits you and it's like right you've got to start again but i think brighter say samuel is filling a little Mm -hmm. bit of what Eze will leave behind and it's moving you know it's moving around quite nicely
3: i I agree the attacking progress we made this year is not because we've become a one-man team around as a he? he will go but but that means we'll get I, chair won't follow him and, and bright samuel won't follow me I think we will keep two of them and they'll have another season under their belt and then suddenly maybe they'll go a year after but we'll keep you know if this progress we're making bringing people in and moving people on continues then we can grow
1: the key is spending the money wisely
3: and also... That
1: is the key for whatever money comes in for Eze.
3: But it's
2: also being yes. two players ahead. So you've got like yeah. a, a in where you've got your eyes yeah. in a the sink there. Yeah. You know, you've got a Bannister, but you've got your eyes on a Falco. You yep. know, that type of thing where you can, even in the short term, yeah, they can come in and do a job. Where well, the moment we just seem to be selling players, and, and it, it's what everyone does in the Championship, let's be honest. I mean, look at Forest, they seem to buy every striker going on demand.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, at least we're not Forest. We could be in a worse position.
2: Oh, Jesus. But I mean, listen, to where we could have been. we have a squad of about this, 30 the, players. This is this is better. And, you know, there's no denying under, like, the, the Premiership years, these guys and they are trying, on like some of the arses that, Turned out, name but it's funny you saying about Fallen and, and, and I'm just thinking about Adele. it's Such a shame we didn't appreciate you we had. It's a, oh it's uh, just, yeah. oh yeah, so I did you. You said right. Fallen yeah. yeah. But I just when you think back at that team and how good oh, they were, yeah. I'm obviously going. Mad, I'm just right. picking up
0: on a brilliant <laughs> point that I made a few minutes ago about Fallen Sorry, carry on.
2: Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. I thought it was Jim. No, he <laughs> yeah. got me going. But that was a great team, but we didn't yeah. realise at the time how yeah. good that team was. Well,
3: yeah. you just and- thought it had gone forever, didn't you? Because you yeah. promoted and then, oh, great. And then, of course, you know that's the beginning of the, the mess we find ourselves in now. And
2: to be fair, that wasn't a team made of big name players. That was a team that was your, your mercenaries, want of a better word. they have been there, they'd done it in the Championship. You were Dales, your Fallens, the special people. And then Paddy Kenny at the back just. Mm. Being penny (laughs) Kenny, yeah. Leeds. What about Leeds?
0: Leeds. Mucky Leeds on Saturday. Dirty Dirty Leeds. Lunchtime kick-off. Surprising, we're playing Leeds on TV, isn't
2: it?
1: Yeah, I mean, but I do quite like having. I know some people don't like the twelve-thirties, but I quite like that because it means you've got the rest of your day. Like you can still do things.
0: I... Like, in this busy world, I actually like the variety of kickoff times. There's a couple I don't like. I hear it. But I like that they're not all on, on
2: Saturday yeah. at 3 o'clock. It's it. We never seen that we have done kick off a pop-up Chelsea
0: But a few why do... I, I, I get the whole
2: trans- it's transport It's weird having
1: back-to-back, back, I do agree with that. I get,
0: totally get. But why do games have to be at 3 o'clock on a Saturday for the sake of being at 3 o'clock on a Saturday?
2: Because people like me find it easier because our brains <laughs> are very slow The one game I would say that would... Really upset me as a chef Wednesday. One, I mean, having the people come down from Sheffield on a Friday night is bloody ridiculous. I know, and yeah, I was tweeting
1: last yeah. night. The la- my my flatmate is her, all fr- her family, all from Sheffield, and her dad really wants to come down. Away tickets are only three quid, but the last train from King's Cross is going at ten twenty. So, mm. it's a race against time if you want to risk it to try and get back. And it's a Friday night. You're gonna maybe have to take a bit of time off work. I mean, it's just it's really frustrating, yeah. and I, I'm pretty sure, though I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure it is down to policing because they wouldn't want to move one of the games, either QPR or Mill United, to the Sunday because it'd probably be a lot more expensive policing-wise. So that's why they've done mm. Friday, Saturday. But it does screw over us and the Wednesday fans, yes, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah,
0: early kick-offs. Got back to I don't like it, but then that's just me. I've had a great touch on, I like being on, on Saturday. Great touch. So it's my daughter's 10th birthday. No she Im- ready. implication being, are you really going to the football she on think your daughter's tenth birthday? But taking her with you? No, she wanted. She wants to go to Kidzania. I knew which that's is it. The in corner. Westfield. Wait for it. Wait for it. She wants to go to Kidzania, and parents have to clear off yep. for three hours. Parents can't go what in. What are you going to do, David? <laughs> going down the key, exactly, and she's going at twelve thirty. That place oh, is so weird. We've been Perfect. there before. It is so Did weird. You know I was going to say that.
3: Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, been, I've been down what that road before. Touch. Absolutely outstanding. What's Westfield's a, a lifesaver. So <laughs> best I, I, of both worlds. I, I, I wonder what I'll do for two hours.
2: I would swap that any day for having to put my daughter on my car
0: insurance, which I find that isn't cheap. <laughs> Make Does the most of it. Anybody has the end. Um, <laughs> talking of which, Jesus, that's a strange one to tell you. Let's go. I remember Let's years do- ago when she
2: was born, and I thought she's gonna have free public transport for years, and now I'm having to pay for a car and the flipping
0: insurance. I wouldn't mind
2: but my first car didn't even have briggs, it worked.
0: Was was that your R's End? No. Alright. Do you wanna do your R's End? Okay. Go on then. Happy birthday, George Sharp, East twelve. Buddy. Oh, Bye. Bye, he happy birthday, George! Stupidly interviewed me
2: at halftime at the um, at the Swansea of cup match, and I probably ruined his vlog, whatever they're called. And sorry, George, I do apologise. Interview someone sensible next time. But happy birthday! And he is going to go on the big things. He will be working beside Flo and other people in many years to come because that kid is an absolute genius.
0: He asked a great question at the live pod with Ian Holloway, didn't he? And Ian Holly <laughs> Ollie pulled him out, and what well, as in. Kind of made a big deal of his question. He, he's been on here once or twice. Happy birthday, George! Come on again, soon. and my second, is... Oh yes, is
2: I know I was whinging about things a on and it's just it's just more of a disappointing win. I'm not having to go at anyone in particular. I'm not having to go at the club. I know they're trying their best, but just get speed in that ground so we can start talking about something that we can develop ourselves and have and have a sense of belonging and having our own wee
0: bit of land again. That's it. Easier said than done. I would have thought.
2: Just right. Saying. So
3: um, I. I'll cheer you up, Paul. Go and watch the film that the club have put out on their channels in the last couple of hours, which is a story of, um, Jacob Tingle. Yes. And San Antonio and that whole thing. It's beautiful. And that will go. He I love this podcast. club. I love this community. Um, he does this to the podcast. I'm sure he does. Excellent. Yes, he does. Well, Jacob. He does. He does. Well done. Uh, beautiful film about his story and how he's brought, uh, students and football players and all the rest of it at his university in Texas and gathered them all around QPR. I thought it was just a beautiful Next story on we'll we'll like, the podcast. You definitely it's it's, bring it's him
0: really in. Uh, it kind of brings cheer. Is that the right word? It is quite upli- oh. it's really uplifting yeah. that piece and it's also inspirational. A, a piece I don't think the club would have made 5 6 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's only since there's been this Community-focused, changing direction for the better. For Which the is always a good thing. So,
2: yeah, well done, Jim. I totally agree with that one. He sounds a really nice fella as well.
0: Um, I, I also wanted to sound hear what he sounded like, Jacob. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You? Yeah, yeah. you? Because you couldn't yeah. work out, no. is he British, yeah. is he American? I've never...
1: Because I've seen his stuff on social media, but How I've never heard His
0: voice is everything you could have wished for and more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Proper Texas drool, there doesn't they sound like
1: yeah, that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So... Okay. I I had that as my R's end, sorry, but I, I apologize. No, no, that
1: was also mine. I, so now I'm I feel like I predicted.
0: I thought someone else is going to bring that up okay. because that is a gimme. That is an obvious one for some. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry, that sounds rude. But I thought someone else, someone else, would bring that up. So instead, I'm going to set the ball rolling for our end of season live podcast already by making an appeal to give us suggestions for who our live guest, what live guest could be, and that's because I got in a conversation on twitter this week about neil warnock and then it kind of led to a whole load of like all these weird details that have come up when we've been booking the logistics and the travel for the guests so i kind of ended up and then i remembered like everyone has their weird story so it was neil warnock when neil warnock came on the live podcast we booked his train ticket using his senior citizens rail card he said to us (laughs) book it with my senior citizens rail card Andy Sinton, I remember, laid out for his train, which I guess you would do, but it was just an amusing detail. Didn't have to. I I believe it was £41 from wherever he was living in the Midlands at the time, something (laughs) like (laughs) that. Telford, yeah. Good detail. Um, And Clint Hill said, don't care where I stay. I said, "Is Premier in fine? Because he had to come down from Liverpool. Absolutely fine, as long as I can get my head down. Don't care where it is." <laughs> and then someone,
2: and someone actually had to walk him to where he was staying because yes. he walked off in completely yes. wrong direction yes. <laughs> and was <laughs> heading towards Belsize Park. Yes. Yes.
3: So we, so you say, setting some markers a marker for the rider, aren't you? Essentially, that's basically yeah. their rider.
0: Yeah. Yes, exactly. There, and Ian Holloway got the tube, insisted on getting the tube. From Nearly Pattington. missed the last <laughs> bloody train home, didn't <laughs> he? Yeah, missed you the, had, the last I'd train I'd love to home. have
2: an evening with Adele. Without someone singing.
0: Yeah. Mm. Oh, you mean Adele the footballer? So, no. <laughs> what I was going to say was this does take a bit of time to pull together. It'll probably be somewhere around the second week in May. We do the live podcast. Any suggestions for guests, send them to us on Twitter or on Facebook. No guarantees because it's always very difficult to book various people, but any thoughts, any suggestions, and we'll put them all together and see I what get with we Adele can be do. Adele be class. Adele would be top of the list. Uh, we have never been able to track him down, even for a phone interview. He's always been extremely elusive. But any suggestions? Welcome. Flo?
1: My Oz, and I've had to improvise a little bit because I did have that video as well, um, is, I guess, a sort of positive spin uh, is the fact that we, in January, have matched our entire way... (laughs) <laughs> record from last season. So there's a lot to be positive about. Um
0: and that was much better than the previous season.
1: Yeah. And even yeah. Brentford, I was looking earlier, Brentford have only won six away games and we've won five. So actually our away record has been really good. Where the other teams are are really outmatching us is at home. So we're really not far away from building and going up the it's table. The
2: defense, so if we sort that defence out, we have got uh, playoff team. Yeah, and the, I work guess work. the issue is, is that
1: so many other teams are fighting to get good defenders. There aren't many good f- defenders out there these days. But yeah, something to be it's positive cool, about.
0: she set you up there. Come on. Come on. She's played you in there well, for, for the your defender. whole, like, some mate Loftus Road, a fortress, all that. Come on. Passion. Come on.
1: Passion. Come on. What's happening
2: to you? Wear the shirt. You're off the your game.
1: See, yeah, but... Finny hey, bingo. Hang
2: a wee second here, Flo. I know you're a media star. I didn't actually do that on purpose, (laughs) though. This is
1: genuinely something I I, I want people to be positive about.
2: I I know you're a media star, and you say it differently in the press box these days, and you've changed. Anyway, but there has to be... All I ask is a wee bit of curve, wee bit of love, wee bit of TLC. Don't kiss a badge. Just play and leave nothing but your soul in that damn pitch. Amen. It's a lovely pitch. Your predictions. Another press box. It's a fantastic pitch,
1: to be fair. It is fantastic. Groundsman, Brentford's
0: pitch, which I thought was.
1: Yeah, there's some dodgy pitches and there's very good. Pitch pitch. perfect. Pitch perfect. Pitch perfect. Your
0: predictions
2: for the. By the
1: way, I always thought
2: Brentford were red, white, and black. When they change the colours, just to red and white
1: they had yeah, they, they black yeah no shirt. but
2: the fans are red and white scarves like, oh shit I'm walking past a, a tourist shop get I Liverpool think they've scarf.
1: always right. had red and white scarves I don't I'm think the I'm just scarves just having to a new fans
0: have got flow don't worry didn't have to be factual third <laughs> time <ton> of asking <laughs> what? I'll, I'll predictions guy. for Leeds we're going to do them okay, you reckon
3: yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we'll we're going to win Jim knock him off his bucket it'll be a Nacky Wells equaliser they'll give him a look we'll go
1: into half 1-1 Bradford
3: and then, bang, bang, Bamford, somebody else oh, will yeah. go down 3-1. Your...
1: Yeah,
3: I, I... apologise, but that's how I feel. <laughs> Do you know what? Okay. I'd love to see his Naki man off his box or his bucket, whatever he sits on. One question, by the way, whilst I'm here, is it Naki Wells or Sky Sports call him Naki Wells? I
1: okay. say Naki, which is probably not right. Narky. I think it is Naki, but um, I should probably ask him. I call him Naki, but
3: it's like, I feel like I'm being corrected whenever I watch this on TV. So, yeah, I wouldn't
1: yeah. worry.
3: They, just, they used to. They
1: used to pronounce Anthony Knockhart's name Anthony Knockhart. <laughs> well, it's, like, it's like Naki yeah. it's like, it's and Naki are like, not that far It's like Paul yeah. Sm- Naki like and Naki. Smith. What were they saying? Naki? Smith. Naki Wells. No, it's well, not so clearly no, I mean. not Naki. It's, it's,
2: like, S- it's Paul Smith. It's pretty obvious it's Paul yeah. Smith but they call him Smith for some reason. Even yeah. the
3: fact that QPR players nicknamed him Smith as well for some reason. And yeah. for well for some reason. And I like the clarity you gave us. I now call him Ebbs,
1: Nothing else. Yeah. yeah. Go and see the podcast. Yeah, the best thing to do is just ask them.
0: So you think 3-1 to Leeds. We don't appreciate your two Rangers around here so move on. Yeah. Flow
1: 2-1 Rangers, yeah.
2: I reckon we'll win 2-1. Yeah. But i tell you what, though. I reckon we will play out of our skin on Saturday because...
0: There was nothing to lose.
2: You know, we
1: might game. even get a bloody yeah. clean sheet. We got a clean sheet against them last year, two You Two-nil.
0: Cannot. You just Please. can't predict. Why do we yeah. even do this? Because you can't predict anything. So, <laughs> oh,
1: but I like the idea. skinned not me. It was like it's completely. Oh, that was an incredible game from Luke Freeman. Different last. team.
2: I'm just, I'm just pleased we actually got one clean sheet. Can you imagine going through the whole season without <laughs> any clean, sheet? be, we've we've got got two two. clean sheets. We've got now, two clean sheets now, Birmingham. Man, yeah. Preston. But what would they, what would the, you know, like they had the the when Arsenal did it. They called them the undefeated or whatever they were called them. Invincibles. Invincible. What they called for sheets that could go really
0: wrong yeah. the bagels the muck the
2: market. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that <laughs> took a while
0: <laughs> uh, pride of <and> passion <laughs> uh, by the way I think we'll win excellent I'll go 1-0 one, one Really? Nil. I think we're going to get a clean one. sheet I'm one just one getting one. these vibes Um. okay You're that's it
1: I was right about Brentford I said we were going to get stuffed I think 3-1 or 2-1 I can't remember that's going to so. make you a good person <laughs>
0: Uh. that's it Anything else to say? No, we'll be back next week. We should be back on Tuesdays next week because we, we were a day late this week. Hopefully talking about a victory over Leeds. And we will be talking about a victory against Leeds. Dirty game. Leeds. Come on, you arse. UPR!
3: UPR! This one's